Hello and happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to Battlefield. I'm your host, Jessica Trout. And first, I want to start off. Thank you for everyone who supported my podcast and first in Patreon and everything. Um, as well as, you know, I know a lot of the stuff I talk about isn't exactly the best because of the fact I know it hits hard with a lot of people. And the fact when it hits hard for a lot of people, then people get upset it's because you know you're bringing out the things that you have never been able to face and you know in the face itself instead you just go ahead and push it off and then you know when it comes back up again you turn angry automatically um so you know so with the whole thing about the weight loss thing I know that was very touchy subject considering I know there wasn't a lot of listeners on it but that's okay fine by me um like I said, it's a touchy subject. Not a lot of women like to hear the fact they want to put, they need to put in the work just because they're taking a certain product or it's because they have to work on their emotional issues or insecurities about themselves. So totally fine. Um, I know it's just, it's not anyone's favorite thing to talk about. Trust me. I know because I still don't like talking about it from time to time. Um, another, we're going to talk about <clears throat> methods to my madness. Or at least method to your madness, whatever. Methods to anyone's madness as a whole. Okay. Um, first, let me tell you a little story. Um, there's lots of different types of methods. There's calming methods. There's methods of, you know, riling someone up to get it out of their system. There's, you know, methods to surprise. There's methods to blessings, gratitude, thankfulness, even forgiveness um, and how to get there. Of course, there's physical attributes to that with um, methods of exercising, getting stress out, or meditating, all that stuff. So, you know that I told you guys I've been talking to my ex and we have become friends again. Honestly, with everything that we've talked about thus far, um, he keeps bringing up the past. And a lot of you are probably like, oh my god, are you fucking serious right now? That would piss me off. Oh, trust me, it's a little frustrating. But at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, he's still hurting because of the fact that he was, as he was growing up, is how he explained to me, is that pretty much, even with his family, they would still kick, a lot of people would kick him while he was still down. And no matter what he tried to do to get back up, he still always was on the ground, metaphorically speaking. And, of course, there's been a lot of things in his past that correlate with abuse um, as a child, sexually. Um, I don't like saying that. That's why I say it like I do, because I don't like saying it. Because I think it's disgusting. I think it's just really nasty, especially when you get a family member like an uncle, aunt, or, you know, mom and dad to abuse (laughs) their own kin. That's just, there's a big freaking psychotic problem going on. Anyway. And I think he has a hard time loving, letting go of stuff. Because when he falls hard, he falls heavily. Like, he, he, he falls hard with a kind heart. He, he gives too much to people. And then he, and, you know, and then when they screw him over, he just becomes in beast mode. Where he becomes very, pretty much an asshole. Like, he pushes back so hard that he can hurt feelings to the point where people become in tears. Okay, he's done that to me before. Um, hell, I mean, for example, when I was messing with my radio, when I had uh, a Chevy, a truck, <laughs> I really love that truck. Um, 
I was playing with my radio because I was trying to get to my CD part of it anyway. I was trying to get to a song I liked and I wasn't watching the road. So <laughs> this is the time that my ex and I were not talking and I, and technically we still had a very strong angst against each other. And which isn't right considering we were adults, we weren't in college, we were trying to work and live our lives. And I was with my husband, you know, at the time when we were, I think we were engaged, I want to say. Um, so yeah, anyway, <clears throat> I didn't realize that I was passing a part of where my ex worked. And I was playing with my radio, trying to get to the song I wanted. And of course, yeah, it's like testing, texting, big no-no. <laughs> um, honestly, I almost hit my ex. Not realizing it was him until, you know, I was staring in shock at the fact, oh my God, I almost hit a pedestrian. My ex freaking glared me down. And I don't know what he could see on my face, but it certainly wasn't, ha, 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 I almost, you know, freaking ran you over. No, it was complete and utter shock of, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, so when I get home after a day of whatever I was doing, working, grocery shopping, I don't know, my husband, or, you know, my fiance comes home. He gets this long fucking text message from on messenger from my ex pissed off beast mode and then pretty much what he said was your girlfriend purposely tried to run me over the thing is when he said that now that i think about it as of now it's because he kept holding on to the fact that you know of the past i get it it sucks because I even, if I even re remotely think of something that really traumatized me a little bit, even though I've been working on healing it or it's been healed completely, I still get a little flare up of my chest tightens, my breath starts quickening. But the thing is, I am now responsible for my emotions. I am now responsible thanks to a person who should be the one respons held responsible of my own feelings, emotions, and how I react. So I just spent an hour when he sent me this whole thing today because he didn't talk to me through the weekend, which is completely fine. I knew he was upset. It was it Thursday night or Friday night when the last time he texted me, he was bringing up the past again and how he had anxiety and how he, he sexually abused as a child. Which breaks my heart because nobody should ever go through that, especially with their own family members. Um, and you know how our relationship was, you know, he, he was all about me. Like, that's pretty much why it hit him so hard because his whole world revolved around me. And he, so he fell hard. And I get that. So, I mean, I've been there before, been there, done that. Um, and so, therefore, it was hard for him to let go. So, I finally said, you know what? All right, I'm not really mad. I'm just a little frustrated, so we're going to break this down. I told him I could see he was still hurting. And, you know, that I told him, you know, I get it. I've had to learn, you know, to be responsible for my emotions and how I react to certain things. 
Um, but I, I also said I refuse to react in anger because that does not solve anything. And I just said it out of like just, just said it. Like it wasn't pointed towards anything. I just said it nonchalantly. And then you know, I also gave him an offer of a lifetime that I would I never have given anyone before. Okay. This is where the method of madness comes in. Okay. And I'm doing it not because, you know, I'm doing, I know because it might help. My husband has done this to me. And you guys are probably thinking, oh my God. <laughs> and it's going to sound terrible at first, or at least to some people, it sounds completely and fucking not so. But let me tell you something. It's going to help tons. At least for people who are prepared for it, like myself. I gave him the offer for us to be alone, meaning he can come to my house while I don't have my three-year-old and I can put my other son in my room and close the door and lock it. Or I can go to his, his uh, home in his front yard. And I told him, I will let him scream at me, yell at me, word vomit on me, everything he has held in for years and years and years. Not taking it completely personally because I tell you guys I fucked up big. Even though it wasn't just me, it was him too. But let me tell you something. With everything that he's been through, especially with his family matters and stuff, I think he just needs to at least take one problem and he needs to dissolve that into, thin, into air, into nothing. Because if he could take the past girlfriend crap out of the equation of what other crap is going on in his brain, he will be able to heal and feel much better. A lot of you are thinking, oh my god, you're really fucking nutso. Yes, I am nutso. But there's always a method to a madness. My madness. My husband did this to me, and I took it upon myself to go ahead and try this. And a lot of you are like, well, what did your husband do? Okay, so I'm going to tell you real quick. I went to college as a medical assistant, and I actually loved it. I loved being in the act of ser servitude, and I wanted that career to help people and be able to uh, become a person that could just make people feel better. Okay, so... When my time came and I was offered a job at my clinic for after clinicals, I was beyond ecstatic, thinking that my, my husband-to-be, or before we were engaged, would come live in Lincoln with me, find a job, and I can work at a clinic, as a, at that clinic as a medical assistant, and pursue what I love doing. Lo and behold, I ended up moving back, obviously, and no matter what I did or explained my credentials to any hospital or clinic, they didn't hire me, okay? Except for one place that was close, but then all of a sudden, they said, no, we found someone else. Then, you know, I, I started becoming very jealous. Um, about my husband pursuing his medical dream as a fire first responder full-time. And this went on for years. 
So my husband finally got it out of me, finally got me to just get it all out, yell, scream, punch my pillow, be pissed off, you know, to tell him so he knew exactly how deep it was. He wanted to know how deep my struggle was. But he couldn't do that without realizing, without needing to give me a little push. And that had to do with, okay, I'm going to push you. Now, I can't exactly pinpoint, like, exactly how, like, he went about it. Meaning, like, he almost acted so stuck up and not, and sound like he didn't care. Or, you know, he would be like, I don't know why you keep feeling this way, blah, blah. It's almost like he was acting as if so he could get it out of me. Okay? He pushed me and pushed me and pushed me until I finally broke free out of that circle of guilt and I went at it like a wild animal. I yelled, I screamed, I freaking banged my fists on the table. Uh, and mind you, our children were not in the room, they were asleep. And I told him how much I felt like I was just, it was taken away from me, I was robbed. And, and the fact that he didn't even want to try to do that for me, he didn't want to try for me to even move to a big city and, um, you know, get let me pursue my career. I got pissed. I was like, there's all these fire departments and stuff in, in the city and you don't even want to be there being one of them or even try. Blah, blah. You robbed me. I wasted my freaking time and money at school. I never got to use my freaking diploma. Blah, blah, blah. I fucking hate you. I'm mad at you. I'm angry. And here you get to sit there and you get to do it. And I support you. And just so you know, if you moved to a big city because you had to for work, I would go with you. You know, I would be the one to say, yes, why couldn't you do that for me? I was so up in arms. The shield came down. But when they all said and done, he finally was able to come to the realization or get it out so he could understand better why I kept pushing it back and saying everything was okay when it wasn't. Next thing I knew, we were hugging and I was crying. My voice was more gentle. He apologized and apologized and apologized. He cried too. And he said, I'm very sorry that you felt like I took this away from you just because I wouldn't do one thing for you that I could have done easily because we didn't have any kids. You know, I was just renting a house. It's not, it's not like we were permanently staying anywhere. We were still both free. Well, we are, but I'm talking about without kids, you know, because it feels like you're more, you're, you're more kind of like chained, chained to your uh, parental duties and more, and more at the house than you are out. But let me tell you something. I broke down and I, and guess what? I feel better.
Because if it wasn't for how my path correlated with not doing it, I would never found out how good I was at writing. I would have never published my three books I have. And I'm very grateful that it turned out the way it did. And I wouldn't be able to stay at home with my kids. It just took that nudge and a little bit of faith to be able to come to realization and get the one person to understand it better. And I think that's what my ex needs to do. I think he needs to just, whatever he wants to do, firmly say it, scream it out, you know, or both start from the bottom, move up to the top, wave his arms around, balk like a chicken. I don't care. As long as he comes to the realization that, oh my God, this feels so good. I'm glad I got out and Jess and I can sit and be friends still, you know, I want him to bark at me. I want him to bark at me. I want him to just give himself the satisfaction that, you know, yes, this can be healed. I want him to have the satisfaction so he can move on. I don't know. I can't help him really much with his sexual child abuse situation. All I can do is really tell him to go get help for that. But as of our past, that still resides. For some reason, he's still taking it out of its little box that it's supposed to be locked. Whatever reason, he needs to, now, now it's time to hammer into it. It's time to hammer and hammer and hammer until you can't hammer that nail no more. Eventually, that nail is going to be so into whatever you're hammering it into, you know, it's, it's going to get to the point where you're going to have to stop because you realize, oh crap, it went too far in a way that's, Okay, I've got it out now. It's time to move forward. Time to move on to the next thing I need to nail in. Okay? A lot of you are still probably thinking I'm crazy. So I did say this for my closing argument. Not argument. <laughs> sentence. I told him. I said, I asked him. So, are you going to take the opportunity of a lifetime I offered you? Or are you going to take the necessary life skills and apply them gently. He didn't answer. I'm pretty sure I shocked him for all the words I have said. Pretty sure I gave him the shock of his fucking life. I would be shocked too, honestly. And he said he wanted to sort out in his head what I all said. And that's it. That's it. And so with that said, I'm going to say take caution as well, because please do not do this unless you know what you're doing. Don't do this unless it's necessary. Please you know, don't do this unless you have the necessary life skills, life coaching that I went through as well, self-development. Um, still going through it, but that's okay. Um, as long as your head is in the right space and you know that person isn't going to physically hurt you or threaten you, whatever, then yes, do what you need to do for a method 
to all the madness, okay? This is just one strategy. Some, some therapists use this strategy. Some therapists will push you and push you, make you angry on purpose, just so they can get it all out of you. Because how are they supposed to speculate you? How do they observe you unless you don't give them the full package of what's going on? I, I had a therapist do it to me. Oh, God, she was a bitch to me. And I said, why the fuck are you being a bitch to me? And I was like, you know what? And I just went on to the point where she finally got whatever I was hurtling, trying to hurl over out of me. And she says, thank you. We finally opened up. She, she said that it kind of makes her feel better. She has to do that to people just to get it out of them. But she says it's something that has worked for her and she has been able to have keen observation of her clients and being able to prescribe them what they need to do in their lives as well as, you know, medication and stuff um, and what tools she can give them to apply. And I couldn't believe my husband did it. I forgot. I have forgotten that this is, it has already happened to me. My husband applied it, now I'm going to learn to apply it. But I'm going to do it out of caution. I want to make sure they're not going to hurt me. They're not going to threaten my family or hurt my family or any, you know, anything like that first before I apply this method. I'm not saying you should unless you think you know your people or you know the person better and, of course, you need to make sure you ain't going to get up and say, okay, let's duke it out. Let's just physically punch each other. No, don't do that. Don't do that. If you are the one who says, okay, I need you to come to me and get it all out, you're going to sit there and you're going to take it. You're going to take it. You're going to have to hear what they've got to say. And you're going to sit there and take it until they can't, and until they run out. Until they run out of word vomit. And then you're going to sit there. And you're going to take a deep breath. And you're going to have compassion. You're going to try to have perspective. And you're gonna, well, first, and then make sure you ask them, hey, are you okay? Can I, are, are, you, are, you, are you done with everything? You got everything out? First, make sure they got everything out. Okay? And then continue. I don't know necessarily if this is going to take. I don't. I never know. But you know something? If you can hear my voice, I'm very passionate at the fact I want to make sure people are okay. You know, bring the suicide rates down. Bring the, bring the mental health thing to, to par and being able to try to cope with it. This is what I do. It's a, you can hear the passion in my voice. It's passion. Not frustration. It's passion. I'm willing. Now, here's the deal. You can only help so, so much until you can't help anymore. Because remember, you also don't want to bring negative, that negative energy into your life and live on that. Because if they, are, if they pass it to you and that's all you can think about, then they become a problem. Make sure when you do this, don't let that person become the main problem in your life. 
Don't let them be the toxic poison in your life. If they get to the point where all, you've done all you could do for them, cut them off. Cut them off from you. Say, nope, sorry, I've done what I could. And if you stay around, it's just going to get worse. Okay? At least remember that much. Don't let them stick around. I know a lot of people who are like, well, I just want to help them. I just, I can't, you know, imagine them hurting themselves, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know what? They need to learn to get help. If you've done everything, you, you give them what you, they could apply. You tried and you tried. That's all you can do. Okay, it's all you could do. You can't do anymore. Just remember, make sure they're not a threat. Don't let them try to get you into anything physical. Also, if you've done everything you could, do not let them stay in your life. Cut them off completely. Block them, I don't care. But remember that your mental health and self-care also matters. So if I were you, I would make sure you're completely prepared for this. I hope you guys learned a little bit of something. If you have any questions, let me know. And also, don't forget that my three books are online. One is just a memoir and inspirational book from Silver Spoon to Crack Pipe. And, of course, my other two are fiction if you're into fiction. And I've got my fourth one closing, coming to an end. It's finally coming to a close. Um, I just got to do my own cover artwork and all that, which sucks. And I got to check everything out, edit, which is a process, so it sucks. Um, but, yeah, be looking around. I will let you guys know, but also be looking around for when it comes out. It's called Wine Country. It is a thriller, paranormal, supernatural kind of thing. So, again, fiction. So I hope everyone will enjoy their day and I will talk to you soon.